Hey listeners, before we get to the episode, we want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans and others should other countries do this too. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Hello, friends. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm now Spain. We're, buddies. we're a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we are a sex and dating advice podcast that finds questions either online or from our wonderful listeners, and we answer them right here in your ears every Monday. Or whenever you decide to listen, mm. <laughs> we delete, we put all of our episodes up on Monday. And as soon as it hits 1201 Tuesday, I delete all of them. Yeah, it's true. Now and I will say them. it's not just every Monday because there is pillow talk, our super secret Patreon exclusive one episode a month, last day of the month, which may be a Monday, may not be. So some days people have gotten a delectable double fuck buds injection right in their ears. That sounds weird. Hey, let me tell you, um, the amount of times I've been fucked on editing because it does land on yeah. a Monday is more often than not. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know what I did when I popped that beer, but it like sprayed across the room and landed on a check I've yet to cash. So that's professional of me. No, they can't cash it. Yeah, probably not. I'm like, why does this smell like beer? Hey, you know what's fucking cool? What's cool? Our listeners. Yeah. Right, you, know, it's, ready? you know, it's not cool when you show up to buy something from someone and you're like, I didn't bring money. And it's like, why would you come? <laughs> well, I mean, do you want to tell the story? Otherwise, that's not going to make any sense. I'm selling a bike frame on fucking Facebook Marketplace. This episode is late coming to your ears. It's not. It's just like being recorded because someone just like fucking showed up and was like, oh, hey, yeah, I didn't bring money. I'm like, cool. How do you think this goes down? He's like, well, I'll e-transfer you when I get home. I'm like, you have your phone right there. He's like, yeah, I can't on my phone. Trust me. And they said, trust me about nine times, which like the more he said it, the worse it got. So there we go. Fuck yeah, it's like that when, dude. It's when someone keeps telling you everything is okay. <laughs> it's like the more you tell me that everything is okay, the more I think it is not Or okay. the one guy that lured my girlfriend into his birdhouse fucking carpentry shop and kept saying, I'm not a serial killer, though. Well, that's just common courtesy. I don't know. Anytime alone with a woman, I do like to mention that I am not a criminal. I use reverse psychology and say I am a serial killer. Put some love bad boys. Yeah. You ready for a question from Tired18? Yeah. Is it weird that I take every first date to Chili's? So I I started this as a joke a couple years back because I like Chili's and I unintentionally went on back-to-back first dates to Chili's. It's a good middle ground of not fast food, but not super expensive. I realized and thought it's kind of funny, so I decided to make it a tradition and take every first date to Chili's. It doesn't have to be the same one. I've been to several. I'm convinced it's one of the best first date spots because having lunch or dinner with another person allows plenty of time to talk and get to know each other while also setting a time limit so someone can leave without making it awkward. I've also had girls ask to go get dessert somewhere else, so there are plenty of ways to extend the date as well. That is an incredible way to extend the date by getting them to ask if you can go somewhere better. Yeah. Uh, this method or literally also- anywhere else. Yeah. 
This method also allows me to have a controlled environment where everything is the same for the girl I'm hanging out with, so I can compare how well the date went with all my other past Chili's dates. Plus, if the date goes badly, I still get to eat Chili's. Is this brilliant or weird? P.S. This post is not sponsored by Chili's. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Because, like, look, at the end of the day... Now, okay, here's here's the caveat for this, I think. Are you getting second dates with these women? He seems to mention that he's going to Chili's a lot, so I'm going to guess no. If you're going on second dates and these are these dates are progressing further, then no, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I think it's fucking hilarious. And, you know, if it's not hindering your dating experience, then keep doing you, man. You get to eat your, at the restaurant you like and you're dating normally, whatever. But... If you are only going on first dates and those first dates never lead to a second date, maybe it could be, you know, you have to kind of do the the common denominator and it's it's you and Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> and you can only get rid of one of those two things. Right. There's there's only one that you could actually sort of control which one you're you're dealing with here. So maybe if you're not getting second dates, try maybe try a TGI Fridays. Ooh, but the thing is, does TGI Fridays have guiltless grill, lighter menu items with the same bold chilies taste, lighter choices of all the flavor for 650 calories or less, such as their ancho salmon or cilantro lime carne asada? I don't know. They might. I doubt it. They even do a three for me all day value meal. Starts at 10.99. That's perfect for any mood or time. You choose your beverage, appetizer, and entree and spice up and customize your meal by adding a classic margarita dip trio or famous cheesecake. Well... Let me tell you right now, TGI Fridays, free chips and queso. Hey, let's just read out menus for the fucking rest of the episode. Free chips and queso. Okay, man. Uh, You know what? Dane raises, I think, probably the only point we need to right now where it's like, doesn't really matter how you feel about chilies. What matters is how do they feel about chilies? And if you're getting a lot of first dates and no other ones, it's like, yeah, chilies is funny to you. It's not funny to them, probably. <laughs> Yeah, because I feel like the only way that it could be funny to them is if you told them, oh, hey, I take every one of my first dates at the Chili's. Mm -hmm. At which point, you're kind of just talking about all your other dates, which is not yeah. usually a great move. Yeah, to to tell someone, be like, hey, I'm treating you exactly like everyone else is, uh, you know, we all assume that people have common date spots. But to to have that thrown in your face is less than ideal. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like, if you had a common date spot, it's probably not funny because it's a good place to bring a date, right? The only reason it's funny is because it's bad, and you know this. So, is it weird? Well, he probably, yeah. He doesn't think it's bad. He loves chilies. But then why does he think it's funny? I don't know. Because <laughs> it is chilies? But that's the thing. Like, it's not funny because it's a great place to eat. It's funny because he knows he shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> I guess. And that's the thing. Even he knows. Okay, I found another comment. He says, for everyone saying go to a local place, I travel a lot and it would ruin the joke because local places are local. I wouldn't be able to do it every time. And the thing that makes this funny to me is that's every first date. I mean, maybe this guy's not looking for more. Like if he's traveling all over the place, mm -hmm. it doesn't like a second date doesn't really matter. Like if he's going on first dates and then hooking up with these people and then moving on to the next town, as long mm -hmm. as he's being upfront about what he's up to and he's not leading people on or, or being mean to them. Yeah. Then I, look, man, I don't see anything wrong with this. Well, you know what? I I'm starting to like this more and more because one, he does know what he's going to get. So it's going to make like organizing a date easy Two, They presumably know you're going to Chili's. So if they don't want to go, they can just say no. 
It's the fact that they're going. It's like, that's cool. Three, I always, I think we've said this before. It's like, you should go out. Not every date works out for you. So you should go out and try to enjoy yourself. And this man even said it. If the date goes badly, I still get chilies. We still get chilies. He's looking after himself. He's giving them the option. He's keeping things. I I love it. It's not weird. In fact, that's my new advice. Everybody, chilies. Do we have chilies in Canada? (laughs) Doesn't matter. Had chilies. Do we have chilies? I probably in like more rural areas or like suburbs and stuff. You know, those like weird, like big box, like shopping centers, like not shopping malls, but like it always has like the Canadian tire, the Best Buy, you know, like those places. Um, Those those like, yeah, strip mall kind of things probably have a Chili's. Um, But I don't know. I don't know if Chili's is in Canada. Can we go? We can go to Chili's. Sure. Let's do it. Hey, if if one person joins our Patreon this week, we will go. We will find the Chili's and go to it, and we will do a, an Instagram like live mm. like chat thing with you guys. We might have to go to Niagara. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Go hit the casinos. Oh yeah, we'll make a fucking day of it. A little day trip out to Niagara. Let's do it. And if we win any money in the casino, we'll make a second potato baby <laughs> with all <laughs> will, the money. What we'll do is here's what we'll do. We'll go on our Instagram and we'll we will say red or black and we will take all the money from that month's Patreon and put it on what you guys choose. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Right? I like it. And if we win big, thanks. (laughs) And if we lose it all, uh, you know, we played a fun game. If we lose it all, do better next time. Yeah. You got a question for me? I do. Damn, TGI Friday has four dollar cocktails all day, every day. Is there a fucking TGI Friday? You know, TGI Fridays used to be like a fancy thing in, in Dublin that we go to. Also Niagara Falls. What the fuck? It's because it's right on the state line, right? I guess, yeah. It's on the border. So they got to appeal to the Americans somehow. They don't just want Montana's and Kelsey's. Roots Chris Steakhouse. This is from Reddit user Terrible Tales 6709. Oh. I, 19-year-old female, feel like my husband, 19-year-old male, prioritizes his gaming friends over me. What do oh. I do? My husband and I have been together for a little over a year. We've been married for about two and a half months, and he did everything he could to make me feel special. I've always known he has online friends he plays video games with and understands that he occasionally needs his guy time to decompress. I have no problem with that. The thing that bothers me is ever since we've been living together, since late September of 2021, his friends have seemed to take first place. He spends about 70 to 90% of his time outside of work, either texting or playing a game with them. When he does play, he'll play for three to four hours at least. I've expressed my concerns about it several times, explaining that we don't really spend time together anymore unless we're sleeping or trying for kids. I've explained that for months now, I felt like I've been second place for him. He always says something along the lines of, that's not true, you're my wife and I love you. Then either guilts me by saying I never let him play with them or that he's not allowed to have friends because of me. Both things are not true. I'm just tired of not getting the quality time I used to get with him. What do I do to get my husband to want to date me again? What do I do to convince him that his spouse should come first? I mm, Okay. So I appreciate that you are not upset that he is spending time with them. It, I hope, right? It looks, it seems that way. It, I, that you understand that he needs time with the boys and that, you know, gaming, there's nothing wrong with it. Blah, 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 blah. You just aren't getting your share of his time, which it sounds like it. You know, if he's spending mostly, like if the only time you guys spend together is when you're trying for a kid or asleep together. That's not great. Yeah. Uh, And it's not great that he's trying to guilt you and that he's saying, oh, I can't have friends or you don't want me to play with them because that's a very like childish 
not addressing the issue and just trying to turn it into like you're the bad guy and he can just sulk and go back to his fucking Call of Duty. Because this is some this isn't Elden Ring bullshit. This is some Call of Duty bullshit. Like yeah, this is a hundred percent like yeah, or like Halo or Rust. Mm-hmm. You know, some yeah, maybe shit. FIFA Online. <laughs> Definitely not those positive role model games like Rainbow Six, etc. Apex Legends. Apex. Oh my god, the the positivity. Actually, it is far more positive than Rainbow Six. Uh, okay, so you gotta sit down, have a proper talk, and be like, look. I've tried to bring this up to you and like, don't, don't do your little thing where you get upset and, and say that I'm not blah, blah, blah. I definitely want you to friends. I definitely think you should play with them and I love it. Uh, what I want is just to spend more time with you. Can we organize like something for us to do either? Like maybe you guys could game together. Maybe you guys could start like a dance class together or a hobby or even just like a date night once a week. You know, these are all pretty good ways to like lock in time together without making it weird like because it's gonna be fun then right and it's not this formless like oh i've been counting hours and you've only spent x and y and then he's like fine i'll turn off the playstation he sits there like what are we gonna do then if it's like oh wednesday's our date night that's not too much to you know give up especially if you guys are doing fun stuff right it might kind of reignite the spark and on top of that if you guys do like a a lesson or a course or, or some kind of hobby together again it's something so i think that's the route to go I think a lot of people fall into trouble, especially younger people. I also, I'm surprised you didn't mention this, but they're 19 and they've been together for a little over a year and they've been married for two and a half months. So that means you guys knew each other for seven and a half months and then got married at 18. Yeah. So I actually missed the start of the question because uh, I almost X'd out of Zencaster and, and got really worried. Uh, and I was going to ask you to stop, but you were on a roll. And I was like, I probably didn't miss anything important. So, yeah. Hey, don't get married that young and don't get married when you know each other for that little. This yeah, man's not like, mature enough. If you haven't lived with each other, you shouldn't get married. Yes. I think like that is just a hard and fast rule. I think everyone, because a lot of like you find out a lot more about a person when you live with them. Yes. Um, Guess what? I also find out a lot more about the person when you've been with them for longer than it takes to birth a fucking child. Yeah. Um, also, the fact that you're trying for kids while yeah, also yeah. having this issue is yeah. troubling. Like, don't try to have kids until you know that your relationship is solid. Yes, for your sake and for especially the kids' sake. What I was going to say, you know, time frame aside, like, you guys are very young and I think you've rushed into this way too fast. But I mean, that's, you know, that ship has sailed. But I think a lot of people have a lot of trouble with moving into a new space together or having someone move into their space and then being like, I don't know how much of my time is mine. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something I've always struggled with when you move in with a partner, because before any time you spent together was like, Oh, we are spending time together. You're at my place. You're accidental. It's very much a plan every time. Yeah, Like you've come over, we're doing a thing. We're hanging out. And then you go home and then I can do whatever the fuck I want. But when you live together, when all of a sudden your space is also their space, you it it kind of feels weird to be like, I'm just going to leave you to do whatever you're doing and I'm going to go do my own thing. And there's like a little bit of guilt involved of being like, should I be am I ignoring you right now or am I just existing in the space that is also mine? Mm hmm. So I think a lot of people kind of get lost in that sauce a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it almost feels like he's gone one way where like in 
like while not knowing what to do, he's like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to do my thing. And you're maybe on the opposite where you're like, I'm not like, I'm waiting for you to do things. Um, yeah. And I, I wonder like, do you have things you do? Because if you're sitting around waiting for him 24 seven, that's going to fucking suck. But if it's like you have your plans with your friends three days a week and you come home and still can't hang out, like, is it that you're maybe not doing what he's doing and all you want is him? And maybe he's withdrawing because it's too much again, especially because you guys are babies. Or is it just, you know, uh, a simple fact of like we live together. So like I don't have to put effort in because we live together now. Like we're married yeah, and we and live together. Married. And like yeah. it is, you know, of course I, I still care about you and I love you. Like there are people who don't need as much like their love language isn't quality time. Like mm. I'm kind of I'm kind of one of those people. Like I don't need a whole lot of upkeep when it comes to that kind of stuff. So you know, I, it's not high on my priority list. Not that I don't want to spend time with people, but it's just like, I don't feel less loved if I spend less time with people. Whereas my partner is the exact opposite where, you know, quality time and acts of service are definitely their love language. And it got to the point where we, once we went back to work after lockdown and stuff like that, and even during lockdown, choosing a day when it's like, this is our day together and this is our time together. And this is the time that we spend together. And it's, it's become like, it's not always the same day. It is whatever day that we find that we are, we have off together. It's like, that is our date night. And we Mm -hmm. make sure, you know, before we make any other plans that week, we make sure that we have a date night scheduled and then structure our week around that. Because that is like sort of, you know, the, the priority for us now with two very busy schedules. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just like, oh man, just don't, don't get fucking married that young. Don't. Well, I'm. The, like, the ship has sailed on that one, unfortunately. I know, I know. But you know what? Like, I, I wanted to make this joke earlier, and it's like, I want them to date me again. It's like, you guys barely dated. What do you mean again? It never really yeah. happened. It was a fucking flash in the pan. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, st- I'm done. But I don't think it's too much to ask to do something like that. So I think steps you could take. One, make sure you are doing you stuff. Hang out with your friends. Do fun stuff that you want to do. And if you have a healthy balance where he does stuff with his friends, you do stuff with your friends, then make the balance fully healthy by completing the circle and doing stuff together. At which point, again, like we said, a class, a hobby, uh, gaming together could be fun. Have a movie night every week. Go on a date. Go to a restaurant every two weeks. You know, something like that. I feel like it's not too much to do. And like having something that's fun will be great for both of you. But also, like, it'll stop the argument of like, fine, what are we doing now then? You know? Like you want to have it like pre-planned and have it be fun and exciting and different and not just like stop playing right now. We're hanging out because then he's just going to sulk and you're going to sit there and be like, well, what do you want to do? And he's like, Call of Duty. Well, that's, I think that's why you do need to like be like, hey, I'm not spending enough time. I would like to make sure that there's like at least one day a week that we get to do something, you know, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Um, but it does need to be I think it does need to be something other than sitting around the house. Um, yeah. And I, I know not a lot of people can afford to like go out for dinner every week or whatever, but mm-hmm. like, even if it's something as simple as like going for a nice walk yeah. and, you know, holding hands and just like going for a stroll around or, you know, during the summer, there's a lot of free shit that happens in parks and festivals and like street fairs and stuff like that. So like, just go and check out one of those and just kind of yeah. wander around and, and maybe grab, you know, some some cheap food from one of the stalls and that's mm-hmm. like that's well, like, fun that's an experience that you can't replicate like that happened that day because that's what was happening on that day and that's not something you can do again yeah so like during covid when 
we could leave the home, but like nothing was open. Me and my partner would go to a nearby park and we took up skipping, which was, you know, a way to keep active and funny because we were both shit at it. Um, and then we would bring like picnic blankets and we would bring some snacks and we'd skip for a bit and then we'd lie down and we'd read and it was great fun. And it was also free. I got like an $8 skipping rope off fucking Amazon. So it could be as simple as that. So I think you do need to like really lay down the fact that obviously quality time is uh, one of your love languages and make that clear. Um, even, Even then, I don't think that's even something you need to say because I think everybody, even if it's not your fucking love language, you do need a certain yeah, amount of course. quality time. I currently are getting zero. So like, yeah. and again, like if they start being like shitty, you can like, it's, it's a good argument in a way because you get to be like, I want to spend time with you. And th- all of a sudden things aren't that bad. If it's like, Oh, someone just really wants to spend time with me. It's not like, you know, you can frame it that way instead of being like, I don't want you spending time with your friends. It's I love you so much. I want to spend time with you. Yeah. And that's a good, like, you know, it's always nice to spin things positively. So do it that way. And even if you want to, like, do the opposite and be like, cool, like, set up times with your friends and we will stick to those, right? If every Monday it's a games night for you guys, great. Like, I will not intrude on that, you know? Because, again, that's kind of what we do, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, it's fully what we do, although we play D&D because we're very cool. Yeah, um, I mean, like, that's that's how I structure my week. I know that, like, you know, Monday is, is for the boys and then Amanda and I will find a day that works for both of us for date night and then whatever else I have going on i slot into my free time but those are the and two constants Lucy. that i that i make sure that I, I every week has those two things in some form yeah this is from west at 3110 i unintentionally killed my wife's libido oh boy i was really worried as to what like every set every word you said after killed i was gonna read it really slow and and make you think it was way worse but i don't want to do that to our listeners i don't mind torturing you but they they mean a lot to me, you know. That's fair. Uh, guess guess how we did it. Um, three guesses. You get three. And if cried. you get it right, Dane, he cried. Nope. Um, he took a really really big poop. Nope. Okay. Um, so I didn't hear what I get if I. Yeah, because I, I didn't say it, and then you start guessing, and that was an easy way for me to not have to, you know, give suffer. me anything. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, okay. What what else can ruin a wife's libido? Uh, she caught him jerking off to something weird. He she got she caught him jerking off to something weird. No. Okay. So you're done. I don't have to give you the thousand dollars I said I'd give you. Okay. I only had three guesses, right? Yeah. I just want to make sure that the thousand dollars I had were safe. Yep. Perfect. I don't have a thousand. No. It happened when she tested me about wanting to sleep with other women via threesomes. She didn't want that at all. While I don't agree with her approach about it, I want to sleep with my wife again. I'm lucky if I get blowjobs. We've had sex only a couple times the last month. Previously, it was four or five times a week. Looking for a way to remedy this? Wait, what? Is that it? Mm Mm-hmm. The fuck are you talking about? I guess she said, do you want a threesome? Like, pretended she did. And then when he expressed enthusiasm, she was like, it was a test. I don't want to sleep with you anymore. Oh, I thought it, it sounded like he wasn't interested, but no. I mean, th- this whole question's a mess because I like I literally don't have enough information uh, at all regarding anything. It sounds like like my only thing I can tell you is sit your wife down and be like, "Hi, you posited something, and I responded honestly. If that upsets you, perhaps don't ask the question. But at the end of the day, 
you saying, hey, do you want to have a threesome? And me being like, yeah, I would be down for that. Is it anything against you? You know, no, I, I, you, you know, you didn't ask me if I wanted to only sleep with other women. A threesome involves you. That's yes. because I want to sleep with you. And it would be fun, I think, if a, another person was there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. It's like, oh, I killed my wife's libido. It's like, no, you were kind of abused here. It's like you were tricked and lied to and manipulated. And now you're being punished. Like, none of this is the hallmark of a good relationship. A good relationship is, hey, you know, I'm bringing up a thing I'm interested in doing because I'm genuinely interested about it. What's your opinion? And then save somebody saying something absolutely fucked. You're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not into that. Or great. We agree. Let's move forward. Not like, yeah. oh, I want to do this thing to you. Yeah, that was a this, you activated my trap card. No sex for you. Go blue eyes. No vagina. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's it's bad. It's it's just a bad situation. So I, I like I again the only thing I think you could do sit them down and and have a conversation and be like hi, are you upset that the question hi, you asked me like I what hi wife hi wife let's have a conversation yes, honey? because this okay, isn't a trap what? but it was what it was a trap I'm no wife. what I'm saying what are you saying are you having a stroke I'm being the wife I'm trying to respond to you oh, keep talking okay. over me which is. Another reason I'm not going to have sex with you. You just keep saying random shit while I'm trying. I was replying to the things you were saying. What I was saying was, you know, have a conversation with her and let I'm her right know. Here. Okay. Excellent. Excellent podcasting. <laughs> you you missed what I was putting down, but okay. You do your thing where I won't be the wife. <laughs> um, I don't even know what I was saying anymore. You go. You you do your thing. No, I was responding to you as the way you were like, let's have I, a conversation. And I was, and you said hi, and I was like, oh, hello. No, you said hi, wife. Yeah, because I was telling you to say that, and then you did, and I was like, hey. <laughs> so you weren't responding. <laughs> you were. It was very obvious. The listeners are nodding, going, "Now's right." Unless you think the wife would respond with "Hi, wife." Yeah, because she, she has, he she has to casual. declare herself every time she says something. He fucked up by saying something casual, just saying hi. It's like, yeah, hi, sir. Like when you're in the army. Do you want to have a threesome? Wife. <laughs> That's how it went down, I'll bet. Yeah. Everything she says at the end, she has to clarify that she is wife. Yes. Look, this is not positive. There's nothing wrong with you being interested in something once you're doing it positively, and especially not something wrong with you being interested in something when you've kind of been like waylaid into like under false pretenses. And like a threesome isn't cheating because you're agreeing, right? So it's like, and it's also including you. If you're not into it, that's cool. Don't bring it up. I never understood people who think that like wanting, like being interested in threesome doesn't mean that someone is unsatisfied with you because like, unless someone is actively being like, Hey, do you want to have a threesome with Lisa? Hey, Mm -hmm. I think Lisa's free tonight. You want to have a three? Like then you could be like, okay, what's going on with you and Lisa? Like, do you have a huge thing with Lisa? But like, just being like, I'd be interested in a threesome. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I, I can't imagine many people n- not being interested in a threesome. Specifically, you know, as long as it's the the you know the genders that they are attracted to. Uh, but I don't know. It like the whole situation just seems like it's again. I don't have any information. Like this, the the question itself is hard enough to parse. What the hell's going on? Let alone like enough information to give you actionable advice. So I really do think you just have to sit down and be like, hello, let's talk about this. And yeah, then well, and go fully 
I think, an abusive relationship. Like, this isn't... At the very least, it's very toxic. You know what I mean? So, talk to her and be like, look, I feel like there's some kind of insecurity at play here. But you know what I mean? But, like, you have nothing to worry about. I'm your fucking husband. You know? Like, what's what's wrong? Do you feel like I don't want to have sex with you? Because guess what? I'm so bummed that it's only a couple times last month. And previously, it was four to five times a week. Just talk it out. Tell her this isn't okay. And that's the thing. Don't stand for shit like this, because you shouldn't have to. Uh, this comes from Reddit. User found his panty. Oh. We had the DTR talk, which stands for define the relationship, for oh, those who don't know. Sure that was fun. Um, and now he's ignoring me. What do I do? We've been seeing each other for seven months. Yesterday, I finally told him that we need to talk about what we are to each other. He says that I'm the most important person to him, and we're in a serious relationship. But he thinks it's childish to call me his girlfriend or say, we're official now. After much going back and forth about this, he ignored me mid-conversation. He basically argued about how he thinks it's high school stuff to ask someone to be their girlfriend, and that a relationship should just develop naturally. I said, no, clear definitions need to be set, and it's important to be clear about what we are so I can be also clear to the other people in my life. I'm not even asking for something outrageous like meeting my parents now. I'm just asking you to tell me clearly to my face what we are to each other. He then responded, you're nowhere near close to meeting my parents. (laughs) And I know that will be your next request soon. I said, no, that's not true. I don't think that's crucial right now. And ever since then, I've been ignored. It's been almost a complete day since we've last talked, and he's ignored my text. Hey. I love this girl because assuming what she said, she said is what she said. She expressed it very well and was very eloquent and knew what was important. And, you know, tried to get to the bottom of this. And guess what is fucking childish? Ignoring people saying stuff like, you're nowhere close to me, my parents. I guess that's what you want next. That's fucking childish. Not being like, hey, let us actually know where we stand in relationship to each other or in relation to each other because that is important to make sure we're not cheating on each other. Yeah. And like, I get sort of his, his side of things in terms of like, not his behavior, but his like being like girlfriend, like, okay, sure. You're, you don't like those terms, but you still need to determine whether you're exclusive or not. And that seems to be like a term, but that's not what, where he's coming from. He just doesn't want to put any labels on anything apparently. Right. But what I'm saying is at no point in time in this whole question, did anyone say anything about, exclusive because well, officially being dating girlfriend is being exclusive i mean not necessarily you could well, say that me and my partner are boyfriend and girlfriend and we're not exclusive yeah but like it's commonly the way that you would say it right sure like but if someone's at, like oh, at the same time it, it's not like for for people who aren't it it means nothing right so like yes but for people who aren't you specifically have to talk about it and set those boundaries yeah, that's what, well, that's what I'm saying. Is like there needs to be a talk of exclusivity, and yes. then what term you want to use is kind of arbitrary. But the, at no point in time did they talk about exclusivity, um, and I know that I know it's implied. Yes, they they were yeah. using it in the implied way, which I think great for you and your partner and a lot of people who do these things. Unfortunately, it's a little bit more common, especially as you talk like high school shit. It's like people aren't being like, yeah, especially when we were kids or when I was a kid. People weren't talking about ethical non-monogamy in the fucking playground. It was boyfriend, girlfriend, and that meant you were dating, and that meant you were exclusive. And that has lasted, and people generally use those things. So I think it's understood, or it should be, where they're coming from. And yes, if you want something different, or even if you want to just clarify, you still need to do that. So yes, yeah, I'm just saying that like there are terms that should be used when having this conversation, and what your level of exclusivity is, is one of them. Yes, fully. 
And like, that's the thing. If you don't like the term boyfriend, girlfriend, that's fucking fine. Most people say partner, I find these days anyway. Yeah. And if you don't like partner, whatever, you still need to know what you are to each other so that no one gets hurt. Yeah. And I can't imagine you wanting to not know unless you're the one who's going to be doing the hurting. Yes. I mean, like this dude's reaction is bad. It is. It is a bad thing. I'm just I just wanted to throw in some more nuance to, you know, a black and white answer. Um, But I will also say it also sounds like you're having this conversation via text, which I think is also a bad call because there's, again, nuance to these things. So how how what he's saying and how what you're saying can be misinterpreted so easily. Yeah. Text is not exactly the most eloquent form of conversation because you're just missing so much and emojis just can't quite cut it. No, it's like important conversations like, you know, figuring out where you are in terms of your relationship and what you mean to one another should be a conversation that is had face to face in person so that there isn't this sort of like imaginary subtext so that when someone says something, you know what they mean, or you can question them yeah, for clarity as opposed to being like, you know, if someone depending on how it started, if it was just like, Hey, we need to talk. <laughs> right. Like that's obviously the best approach. That, that's like a bad way to start a conversation. No matter what it is, it doesn't matter if it's like, I want to go get ice cream. Are you, you want to go get ice cream? It's still like, what's going to happen. What, what's going to happen in ice cream. I think we need to talk is you can only use that with bad conversations, but people use it all the time. Just casually. They shouldn't. If someone's like, hey, we need to talk. And I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I get there and they're like, so you ran over my cat. I'm like, oh, like I'm kind of relieved because at least I know I was right and it was going to be a garbage conversation. If I get there and they're like, uh, you're the best. And I'm like, no, you don't get to do that to me. Yeah. Especially if you're not going to answer right away. They're like, mm-hmm. we need to talk. And it's like, well, I'm not going to be able to see you for like, you know, another day or whatever. Don't say that shit to me. My mom does it all the time to me. When she knows I'm at work, she'll text me like, please call when you can. Oh, God. I'm like, and then I'll call and they're like, yeah, the stray cat that I look in the backyard, I think has an infection. It's like, (laughs) okay, mom, that's fine. I'm sorry to hear that. I really hope Sylvester feels better. But like, I thought you were going to say that dad died. So can you fucking chill a little bit, please? Yeah. Worrying. Just like have important conversations not on text. Because like I said, like things like I'm trying to find a quote that they say. You know, someone saying that like a relationship should develop naturally. I don't disagree with that. And but like depending on how you end up reading it, it could seem really dismissive well, as opposed to being like, you know, you know, the funny thing for me is that like it like, yeah, okay, it should develop naturally. It's been seven months. Presumably it has naturally developed to this point, at which point, where are you at? You know? But yeah. also, we've talked before about the whole DTR fucking conversation. So it's like, don't approach it like, what are we? Say, hey, if you want to move forward, say that. Exactly. Because that's all that matters is what you want in that situation and what they want in that situation. You shouldn't be trying to trick them or like get their answer before, get, you know, like – if you wanted to date this guy, you'd be like, hey, I really like you. I want to become exclusive. Like, what are your thoughts on that? And then you're not like in this kind of will they, won't they, what's our fucking, what's our label? What's our tag? Like, it gets it out there and then he can deal with the actual facts instead of very possibly feeling cornered and trapped and not knowing what you want and therefore giving you all yeah. these vague zero answers. 
Exactly. At the end of the day, I, like we have talked about this a bunch of times of like the, the what are we? It's not that's that's such an unfair question because you're putting 100 percent of the onus on the person you're asking, despite the fact that it's your feelings that need to be addressed. Yeah. Right. Like you want to be exclusive, but you're making them jump through your mind hoops, hoping to arrive at the same answer that you are. So yeah. like Niall said. If you want to be exclusive, if you've if you've developed this relationship naturally, and seven months is a, a pretty good, you know, I wouldn't say it's marriage time, but certainly time to <laughs> some people time to become exclusive. It's like yeah, yeah, seven months I think is a perfectly reasonable amount of time to see someone before being exclusive. I think there's yeah. absolutely nothing wrong with that. But uh, don't ambush someone. Come at them. Like, if you can't come at them honestly with your feelings, you probably shouldn't fucking date, you know? Yeah, and if and you're you worried s- that, like, oh, hey, if I say I want to be exclusive, I might scare them off. It's like, then why do you want to be exclusive with them? Yeah, or good, because if you really want to be exclusive with them that badly, that's something you should probably get out of the way quickly before you get hurt and they get hurt, right? Yeah. But don't don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Because I think he's definitely the shittiest person in this exchange. Yeah, like towards the end, absolutely, where it's like, yes. you're not ready to meet my parents. Yeah, like, well, come on. But All also, right. you really do need to do – like when you're having these talks, leaving it open-ended is bullshit. It's like we've said it before. If you don't know whether you're exclusive or not, you're not exclusive. Right. So it's like at the end of this conversation, if you haven't said, hey, we're exclusive, you're not exclusive. And if yeah. one partner fucking thinks they are, especially if you have like – a conversation like this that's like treading that line where it's like you're the most important person to me like blah 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 if you come out of that feeling like you're exclusive and it turns out you're not that's a fucking day ruiner right there and by that i mean like a month ruiner and a drag that baggage into your next relationship ruiner kind of deal uh so don't don't do that this says this is nameless Am I the asshole for making a real-life Pokedex of girls at my university? So freshman year of college, I began working on a project casually. I like to keep notes on women I talk to about their favorite things, activities, gifts, candy they like, sappy shit like that. I'm not good at remembering things, so I decided to keep a spreadsheet. Eventually, after getting a handful of entries, I mentioned to a friend group. One had the idea I shared with them, so we keep new entries as they caught different women. Oh. So this expanded further. Right now, 40 guys have access to it. It's mainly the oh. guys in frat, and the women featured are girls from different sororities. We also added more info, such as where you should take them if you really want to impress them. We don't keep this information for nefarious or scumbaggy reasons. Just to help us know what to do if we want to impress them. Like the original idea was just to keep their information like favorite color, so I didn't forget everyone's favorite color. Now it's helping a lot of guys. Somehow, a girl who was on the list found out and she was pissed the fuck off. She was eventually able to trace it back to me. I assumed someone who was simping for her snitched when the Pokedex wasn't making the girl like him. She's pissed off, made out to be a guide to hooking up with women, when it's most definitely not that. It's just to make impressing them on dates easier. That's it. She made a big deal (laughs) telling so many girls around campus. Now they're all saying by the start of fall, none of them will be visiting our frat or going to our parties. All the guys are mad at me, but I'm not even the one who told the girls about the list. And they were also using the list. I think it's unfair to say the list was about sex, but it wasn't at all. Am I an asshole? Edit. I'm not a stalker. There was no information that could be used to hurt someone, only to have a better date. It's not about sex. I never used it for sex. Oh, sorry. I never used it for just sex. It's, this is like the worst plot to a teen comedy movie from the ni- early 2000s. Also, how Facebook was made. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, sorry, dude, your million dollar idea has already been turned into a multi-billion dollar idea. Like at first I was like, you know what? If you need a little reminder about 
you know, if you have a shit memory and you need to like remind yourself something arbitrary, but like it spiraled so quickly and so grossly into like the, the second you shared it with people and like, sorry, dude, but you think your frat bros aren't using this for sex? Also, you think you think this guy isn't? Yeah, it's like if you're using a weird catalog encyclopedia of women to have better dates. Hey, what happens after a good date? Yeah. Why are you impressing someone on a date? Yeah. If you don't want to have sex with them. Yeah. It's like, Hey, this was amazing. I can't believe you brought the exact roses and chocolates. I like, you want to come back to mine? Fuck. I do, but I got to impress you in a different way first. What? Yeah. Sorry. I got to keep the, I got to keep the integrity of the Pokedex. Fuck. Do you, do you like pretzels? No. Damn it. I can't fuck you. God, bye. And runs away. And then in his shame types, does not like pretzels. Oh, like I did pretzels. Again. Also, like, do you not understand even by referring to it as a Pokedex, you know, like wild creatures you throw balls at and capture? Like, I mean, he did. He does specifically say that once he catches them. Yeah. In the question, yeah. hey, do you think that the first question, dude, has a has a spreadsheet where it just says loves chilies on all of his entries? <laughs> yeah, but like with a question mark, because I don't think he's sure. <laughs> and that's what really like got him. He's there like staring at the spreadsheet, like shaking back and forth. Like, do they? It's just a split, just a perfect 50 50 of like, you know, women who he has hooked up with after a chili's date and women who have never talked to him ever again. And he's just like, I don't do. Is this okay? It, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. And that's why he travels around the country. He's traveling for work, but the work is his chili spreadsheet. He's like, what about people in Minnesota? Fuck. Two for two, one of each. Uh, what about Alberta? Oh, God. Well, if I may be so kind to direct you to mm-hmm. your chili spreadsheet. I do want to remind you that the, the, the Pokemon theme, I wanted to make sure I wasn't making it up, but it does say I will travel across the land Shit, searching far, far and wide. wide. Uh-huh. Now, each- it does say the next part is teach Pokemon to understand the power that's inside. Mm-hmm. Inside of Chili's. Inside of Chili's. They mm-hmm. <laughs> just wants to show them. Just be like, look, guys. It's you and me. We do the menu three for me. Shit. You're my best (laughs) friend in this chilies till the end. Oh, boy. Email decks. Gotta find out if chilies is true. I like it, but do you? Wait, what was that? (laughs) I like it, but do you? I know. I kind of stumbled over the words. I'm fucking (laughs) strong here. Yeah, I, like you're a scumbag. Yes, you are the asshole. If if the question is, if you want, if the question is, are you the asshole? Yeah, you're the asshole, oh, my dude. Asshole. You. This is weird. Also, like, can you imagine the slow dawning realization of all the girls on campus when like guys come up to me like, hey, I really like pink, or like, yeah. oh, I fucking love mauve, and also because like frat guys known for their chill. Can you imagine? Production bro gets this fucking list. He would literally be walking around campus being like, you're Claire. Hold on. And he's like rummaging his big fucking Santa sack. He's like, oh, uh, I just have this uh, Terry's chocolate orange. Um, oh, hold on. Are you are you Sandra? Hold on, Claire. I'll be right back. Sandra, I just uh, I, I just found some wine gums. It's like, what are you doing? Ugh. Chill's like the two worst things. I would ravage some fucking wine gums right now. What are you talking you about? Would. Ugh. Ugh. What, what's your fucking snack on the Pokedex then? Fucking like cherry blasters, fuzzy yeah. peaches. Okay. Yeah. Fuck with them too. Exactly. Maybe peanut M&Ms. 
Let's go. Okay, well, you can't put peanuts in because, you know, Lara is allergic to peanuts. What if people use this Pokedex to kill? Okay, we got to move on. It would be an excellent hit, hit, like an assassin thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Be like, just poison their favorite treat. Leave it out at a party. Boom. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're an asshole. Don't do fucking weird shit like this. We all know how to act. Stop cataloging women. Yes. You got one? Are we? Uh, no, I think that's going to do us. But before we end the episode, we like to hop on online dating profiles such as Tinder and Bumble and Hinge and peruse profiles, see what works, see what doesn't work, and never to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Ready for Becky? Mm-hmm. Uh, digital nomad, entrepreneur, troublemaker marketing agency and e-com brand uh, brand founder working online and traveling looking for someone to travel with sigma 511 not a texter let's get drinks drink emoji june santorini budapest question mark april may okanagan valley march nevada february march caribbean mexico january skiing in europe why was he going backwards in time oh it's a it's a lady named beck oh sorry why is she going backwards in time uh who fucking knows, man? I'm, I, yeah. As I was reading it, I was like, wait a minute. Maybe, it, no. Now it's, now I'm more intrigued. Do you have some Maybe. sort of time? Is that how you find time to travel? You just go back because like past you is doing what you need to be doing, but current you is back in the time traveling mm-hmm. and there's no, you know, you'll never run into each other and oh, cause a paradox. On. Hold on. Can time travel? I'm just putting that in the Pokedex. <laughs> is a Sigma. <laughs> That that threw me for a loop and, and I think is enough to tank the whole profile right down to a two. Yeah, I also just like looking for someone to travel with and then you post up detailed travel plans. It's like if it's like a cute like in the future when we date, I, I want to travel and it'd be great if we could travel together. I, I'm OK with that. But if it's like I actually want you to travel with me in July, that's weird. Travel with a friend. Yeah. You know, or travel by yourself. Don't find a stranger and travel with them. Unless they want the this this idiot who isn't a Sigma, some sort of beta cuck to pay for the travel. Maybe. That's some fucking Sigma moves right there. That's powerful Sigma energy. Yeah, anyway, it's a two. Yeah, it's, that's a three. Um, this is Anna. Pros. I'm Well, first she has her Snapchat, and then it says, I don't use Tinder much. Hit me up on there. Pros. All this has black hearts. And sparkles beside Ooh. every like uh, almost like like bullet points. And now is this sparkle then black heart or black heart sparkle? It's black heart then sparkle. Okay, good. I'm just living, learning, and loving the Lord. I can tie a cherry knot with my tongue. If you had five cents for every girl you met as goofy and as cute as me, you'd have one. What? Huh? Are you a fifth as goofy as cute as yourself? <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> She's also in some kind of time enigma or spatial enigma. Just a simple doll focused through whatever comes my way. And then what looks like almost like an evil eye emoji, which is pretty impressive. I didn't know that was there. Cons. I don't text first unless you're hot in music notes as well. I like smoking pot a lot. I'm a cancer. So naturally I cry a lot like celebration blowy emoji. High probability that I ask about your Zodiac sign. Oh, man. Zodiac sign, red flag. I cry a lot, red flag. Uh, Fucking most of it. Honestly, it just got worse as it went down. Yeah. I just like, I can't even begin to recollect half of it. It's going to be like a zero. Yeah, I'm giving it a a zero as well. That was a lot. It was just like an unpleasant profile. 
It was, I mean, like you only heard it audibly. You should have seen the fucking mess of it. Yeah. Like in terms of structure and emojis, it was not, it was not easy to look at. Okay. You ready for Michelle? Yep. Love bringing a male pleasure. It's usually pretty easy for me to bring a man to climax. I like to dive in face first. If you know what I mean, gentleman, I'm all about positivity. Good vibes. Don't follow your dreams. Follow me here. Insta and also message me there. So this is, I I think these are bots again, uh, because I I've imagine so. I see a lot of like similar things. The idea that you dive in head first, I assume you mean oral sex, but that's a weird way to say it. Yeah. It's like, there's no other way to do that than head first. And diving just is not coordinated enough for my gentle parts. Right, because diving implies that you're in, in going into something. Hey, if you dive headfirst into something that is solid, you could paralyze yourself. And like, you know, my hips are right behind my dick and they're made of bone. Yeah. And also, my I, don't, I don't want you headbutting either yeah, my anus no. or my urethra. <laughs> so, so please, please, I mean, those are really the only two things. You, I mean, I guess you could dive in my mouth, but all these Pain? things I don't. That would yeah. explode your damn head. That's what well, I'm saying. She's very small. She's saying she wants to dive in head first. Yeah. Again, it's like either it's a bot and it's a zero or it's someone trying to be real sexy and just kind of failing. And it's a, a one. It's a zero. It's, it's like zero. when the guy kept saying, trust me, trust me, trust me. It's like, I like pleasuring a guy. I can make guy climax easy. I die. It's like you're, you're doing too much here that it makes me feel like you've never seen a dick ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's zero. This is Carrie, or it could be you. This could be this could be Nile. Yeah, I eat the same thing for breakfast every day without getting bored. Some say it's weird. Looking for friends, and if it turns into something, guess try it out. I don't do that anymore. What? Mm -hmm. I got to get up too early, man. I don't have breakfast at all. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, I know. Sad. It's probably for the best. Well, now we're never going to get that Weedabix sponsorship. Sure, you can talk about how sad you are (laughs) because you don't get to have it anymore. I'm. Uh, it's, it's like a four. Yeah. It's nothing really. You know, it's like, cool. That's the one thing you want to share. I mean, like that part, I don't mind because that's a, a decent opener being like, cool. What do you eat? Cause I yeah, want to no, know. I don't mind it, but I, I feel like it's a fun, unique thing at the rest at the end of like a full profile. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, it's a it's nice a decent hook, hook. kind of, you know, but, but nothing, no real meat on that bone. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of bland, much like having Weedabix every morning. <laughs> uh, this is no Dan. All my friends are already on their second child and I'm here swiping on you guys. Hand and face emoji, laughing emoji. Hey, you're probably having more fun. Not by the sounds of it. I don't know. It's like, why are you talking about that? Why does that matter? I know nothing about you aside from the fact that you're kind of weirdly like insecure about the fact that your friends are having kids. I don't know. It's like, own it. Hey, I can still tell you right now. She's having more fun. Well, yeah, no one's having a blast having a shit ton of kids at the age of 30. Nope. And look, I know some of you parents out there are going to be like, they're the loves of my life. You're lying to yourself (laughs) and everyone you love. Even if it's the love of your life, are you having more fun? Probably not. Can you tell me you're having more fun than no Jan? You are frequently touching another human being's poop. But not even in a good way. (laughs) Hey, you know what? Not even even in like a weird post Chili's dinner scat play. Exactly. Which like, again, their fucking guilt-free grill will load up your fucking scatological cannon so well. And in a healthy I, fashion. I bet they have incredible 
fucking uh, like Beans? jalapeno poppers and stuff like that. Probably. Well, we'll find out when someone joins our Patreon. Yep. All it takes, friends, one person to join our Patreon, and we will go have chilies. We'll do a live Instagram Q&A situation, and then you guys will choose whether it's red or black, and we'll put our full month's Patreon on it and see what happens. I will get blasted out of chilies, and I will make sure Dane gets blasted out of chilies. No, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll have an incredible dinner at chilies. And then go to TGI Fridays for four dollar cocktails. Oh fuck! Then please, guys. This isn't even like a punishment, like Potato Baby kind of was. This is like, please let us. Please, it's all we have to look forward to, and all yeah. it takes as low as three dollars a month. <laughs> for as low as three dollars, you can change our entire week. <laughs> Once again, for as low as three dollars a month, you can make us spend all the money we're asking you on something frivolous. I can't tell if we're very good or very bad at promoting our Patreon. But again, Potato Baby person, you know who you are. And we love you. That was fucking clutch. It was a clutch move. Very um, are we done with Tinders? Do you have a, a really banger that you want to get in? Or could we just, where are we wrapping this bad boy up? Uh, fuck it. No, I, I, got, I don't got shit. Okay, cool. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, we just did our, our Patreon plug. If you would like to join and send us on an incredible boy adventure to Niagara Falls to get some chilies and potentially financially ruin us at a casino, mm-hmm. um, head on over to fbuddiespodcast.com and click the Patreon link. As I mentioned, uh, there's an option as low as $3, um, I think, right? It's $3. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then the middle tier uh, gives you access to not only – uh, the Pillow Talk episode coming out uh, this month and also the one that just came out in June, but all the other Pillow Talks. I think there's currently 11 of them up there. So if you have are up to date on our show and you're like, I need more content, head on over to Patreon, seven mm-hmm. bucks a month. And it's it's there just waiting for you. And a new one gets added every month. It's kind of like sad that at this point, if you go and you pay $7, it's costing you less than a dollar per episode, though, like far less than a dollar. Maybe like mm-hmm. it's getting close to 50 cent per episode. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. Three, three more months. And yeah. We'll be there. And like that's devaluing us. <laughs> but hey, look, it's that's that's 50 cents per episode. But then there's also almost 200 free episodes you get to listen to. Yeah. No, it's it's, a lot. Oh, shit. Oh, we're devaluing us further. <laughs> and we've never missed an episode. It's less than a cent a month or a cent an episode. So again, fbuddiespodcast.com. Click the Patreon link. We would love uh, to have you in our little group. Also, you get to see pictures of Potato Baby. Those are still Patreon exclusive. So if you you need to maybe regret seeing something, uh, (laughs) that's the way to do it. And we would uh, be forever in your debt. Yeah. Uh, The people who are a part of it, we love you the most. No offense to normal people, but you fully like help us to do this and keep it going. And it's amazing. And we really, really, really appreciate it. If you listen in general, we still fucking love you a lot. It's great. We were actually in the top 20 charts in Namibia this week. So high five to my my Namibia friends. I don't even know where the hell that is. Well, now you're going to learn. I guess. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song Paper Stars. Damn, I'm getting worse at that. You are. You're you're losing it. I'm getting better at the intro, and you're getting worse at the outro. Yeah, fuck. Um, But yeah, we love you guys so much, so thank you all. And hey, if you don't want to join the Patreon, or if you can't, we don't care. Just 
get a get a friend, give us a review, give us a five-star rating on Spotify, etc. There are so many ways to help, and we love you all. At the end of the day, just be happy, be healthy, be sexy. Mm-hmm. You know, take our advice to heart. And if you get the chance to ever help a friend in need by giving them the advice we've given on the show, that that's why we're doing it at the yeah. end of the day. You know, we, we want to make people feel safer. We want to make people healthier. We want to make people happier. And, and at the end of the day, if we've done that for an hour uh, once a week, you know, we couldn't be happier about that. True. Got also, some best sex writing for us? Oh, sorry. You know what? Before this, I just want to point out one other thing. If you do like us and you do like episodes and you've crushed all the pillow talk and you're like, damn, just need more Dana Nile. There's also no quest for the wicked, which is a Starfinder podcast. So it's like D&D in space. It's kind of like half narrative, half improv. Dane does just an outstanding job making this incredible world and story and really just fucking delivering on his acting chops with a million characters and just perfect comedic timing. And it's a lot of fun. And he's also edited the fuck out of it. And there's incredible music and it's just all very finely crafted. And it's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. So if you want to go check that out, you get both of us and two of our best friends. So, and, and now might be selling yourself short. The, the boys uh, themselves do. Uh, I throw a lot of curveballs at them and, and they've been performing the hell out of it too. It's, it's, I, I it's one of the, the things I've created that I am most proud of. I don't think there is, there's many projects or, or, you know, art that I've made that I, I can stand 100% behind. And this is definitely one of them where I just, you know, I, I couldn't be happier with, with how it is. Um, so it, yeah, as now said, uh, no quest uh, or no quest for the wicked on whatever podcatcher you use. And we just had our best month for listeners and downloads. So it's, you know, if you want to hop on a rising ship, it's the time. All right. Bad sex writing time. You ready? Yep. Jesus Christ. Uh, this is Satan, His Psychotherapy and Cure by the unfortunate Dr. Kassler, JSPS, by Jeremy Levin. She rested casually in her seat, her long black wavy hair falling seductively to her bare shoulders, tanned and splendid in a simple yellow sundress on this hot autumn day, ample breasts, unencumbered by supportive undergarments, bulging from beneath the ribbed bodice and displaying such robust and profound cleavage. It made Kassler dizzy. Vita, amused by Kassler's obvious enthusiasm, turned a little in her seat, barely suppressing a smile. Aware of Kassler's eyes riveted on her, she adjusted the thin shoulder straps, which lifted her dress only slightly higher, and not only failed to achieve the desired result of a modest increase in covered bottom, but actually set her breasts undulating, which are most disquieting turbulence. <laughs> Look, man, I'm not a good flyer. Uh, you know, I... I, I get a little nervous on planes. I get a little sweaty. And if there was, what was it? Undulate. What was it? Uh, upsetting turbulence. Disquieting. Disquieting turbulence. Hey man. Upsetting would be so much better in, in one way and so much worse in another. Because like, can you imagine being like that unsettled by, und- well, if someone's breast did start undulating with turbulence, I would in fact be very worried, especially with just like she slightly pulled her dress up. Yeah, and they just start fucking like <laughs> ragdoll round circle like PlayStation 3 physics. Yeah. I'd be like are we live in the matrix. <laughs> but hey, I would not take the red pill if that was the world I was living in. <laughs> I would just I would spend the rest of my days going to Chile and just watching my dates <laughs> undulating breasts. <laughs> Chili's is the red pill. 
<laughs> I forget which one's good because people have co-opted such shit. Well, like, red red pill means you're you're you've been broken out of the out of the matrix. So that's that's the good. But it's also the one. It's good in the movie, but bad in our real life. Yes, 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 yes. yes which yes, is yes. very funny because I know fucking Ivanka Trump posted about it, and then Elon posted in support of her and then the Wachowskis were like fuck yourselves and I appreciate <laughs> that uh, my name is Dave Miller and I'm Mal Spain and we've been your fuck buddies <laughs> <laughs>